G'day, party people. This is your one and only source into the shenanigans of a couple of Sheila's. I'm Gabby. And I'm Emma, and we'll be sharing juicy stories. Our biggest secrets. The what not to do. The lessons we've learned. All the mistakes. And too many times we've been baked. <laughs> Stay tuned. You're listening to Sheila's and Shenanigans. I can't believe it. It's our last episode for 2020. Oh my god. Loki, I don't know. You know what? We're going to wrap up this year all in one. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, is it going to be over? What do you mean? It's over? Forever? The 2020 that we've all spoken about? JK, it continues until 2021, guys. Is it just going to be history? (laughs) Is it just going to be finally history? Just the thing that, like, history teachers don't talk about. Like, we don't speak about 2020. I wonder what will be said. So we're doing basically a wrap up of 2020, obviously, because it was the year that was, and we're finally at the end of it. Only a few days left, and... It's insane. It's been an insane year. I've it's got my Gabby crazy. back. I can't lie. For a moment, oh, there, we didn't think been... this would happen. We've been like living across the seas for a good what three years? Yeah, ever since I was back in America, and you know, I, we didn't think it would be like this. We thought the next time that we'd be living near each other would be me in New York, not you yeah, back here. Yeah, because we did speak about that. Hey, quite yeah, hundred percent. That was we're gonna live in Brooklyn, Bloomsburg. Hundred <laughs> percent. I want to move to New York that badly, and like this year, there's well. no chance, <laughs> no chance that that would be happening right now because half my crap's still over there mind well, you they're doing outdoor dining and it's negative in the snow as well no just it's a fuck no from me it's like so it's like i would love to still move there but wow you actually know what every year i tell myself in the winter this is my last winter i will not do it again this is my last winter really it just gets so cold i'm like you just like throw in the towel and then i done. always like get so jealous of everyone back home like in amongst summer vibes, going to the yeah. beach, and I'm like, I can see out. I'm jealous. Happen. But also, it's kind of nice having like the different seasons, like the summer, the the winter, the fall, the spring. Like, yeah, they actually so get different. seasons. Whereas on the yeah. Gold Coast here, we don't get proper seasons. Yeah, we just get bushfires. We don't get rid of them here. <laughs> well, you didn't really have them here. We're very lucky. We're very lucky. I'm going to no, start by lucky. saying we are so lucky. Like with okay, everything oh, that's happened God. this year, when we're just we're, we're out of the are. woods, yep. being in Australia, like we were like, yes. COVID was a thing of the past. We are done with nope. it. Yeah. Melbourne people are finally free. Let's fucking get on with our lives. And bang, Sydney gets a few cases. No surprise since, like, everyone coming into the country yeah. is going, yeah. like, to and the And then, mind you, like, it's so, not, like, as bad as the state, so the cases are probably, probably, like, Oh, it's nothing. 20. But we act very vigilantly in the which fact is, which that... Which is great. That's, that's also why we are able to move like we are. Yeah, well, like, okay, yeah, it's the same, it's, so it's very interesting, like, for example, a lot of people, and myself included, are like, why uh, is the Queensland border, which we're very close to, and New South Wales, why are we blocking that off when it's all the way down in Sydney, 10-hour drive away? Because we don't want it here. <laughs> but then it's like, yeah, but at the same time, we get, be, uh, can be grateful, right? We can yeah. be grateful for the fact that, like, it's, where due to that shit show they're doing at the border yeah. it hopefully won't come in here and we can still live our lives because we're so lucky so I was out on the weekend and we were at a bar and my Melbourne friends were there and they were just in absolute shock at how we were all just or everyone on top of each other like going as per normal as if we're at a normal club nothing had happened like 2020 didn't exist COVID didn't exist no one obviously wearing masks and just yeah. shitloads of people everywhere touching each other going on with life and whatnot so it was just such a shock for them coming from Melbourne where they're still wearing masks to leave the house and they're probably so like used to like 
distancing themselves from people, whereas now we're starting to get used to, like, hugging people. 100%. You know, like, that's yeah. normal now again. Like, yeah. whereas, like, before you were kind of like, oh, do I, like, go fist pump you or, like, tap you on the shoulder or, like... Yeah, I seriously don't even feel like I ever even... Actually, no, there was one part where I feel like I went through a phase of that where it was really fresh, you know, when we are actually in yeah. lockdown and yeah. we had you to walk to and some people were yelling at you randomly, like, get away from us. Or just, like, like why are you walking angry then? women in the shopping center, like, can you stand back? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why did you come like, here, Karen? Why? Why Karen. did you do that, Karen? <laughs> Why did you arrive? Yeah. So it's been a massive year. So many big world events. And it's like they're all People trying to outdo each other. toilet paper. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, like, let's start off with the beginning of the year. So, basically, we were on fire. On fire. <laughs> we were on fire. And, like, Gabby, you said you raised money, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I raised, like, $1,600 for the Koala Hospital. Um, and the firefighters. Uh, so not many people at that time knew about it in the States, but like I had so many people, I think one person like sent through $500 from like who the U S I have no idea. Who's this person? Person. Can they spot us? <laughs> oh, whoever you are. That's, we need oh, the money. You don't know who they are. You put it out there and you don't know who they are personally. No, yeah. Just, I remember oh, shared, I shared it on Facebook and then had so many like random people that I didn't even know of. Do you know what? If Center I can say anything, it's the year that was... People give. People really showing their true colours. Yeah, yeah. So... People that you can got, give did give, you know, like... Yeah, people were very generous and even looking after each other, or there was... And that's what we needed this year, is just help and just, like, a lot of caring and taken care of. Well, yeah, at the same time we were, like, pushed into isolation, yet we all had to realise that we need each other. Yeah. Like, to ever. be a bigger and better and to grow and to move forward and, like to conquer anything like yeah, we all we needed really, so like we're especially all when they were saying like um you know you've got to wear the masks to protect other people like yeah. that's what people would say and yeah, i'm like yeah. I'm, I'm someone who's really resistant to this right i'm really like oh why should i have to wear a mask and suffocate for other people and like i so it's that bigger picture thing and i'm still definitely if they made us wear masks on a daily basis i think i would really struggle but it's, I get how people are like, you know, you we all need to play our part. And that's mm. is, it's just a representation of society. Like, we all need to play our part in society, and that's how we will get through anything. Like, we all... Like, so this capitalist society, there definitely became to be a lot of holes in what we thought was the perfect system. Yeah. And it's definitely not. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't see it any worse. And it's like, so oh, everyone, each to their own. That doesn't work think, when we're in a pandemic. Well, each I think to their like, own isn't a thing. It's different countries, I think, too. Like, I think Australia, we've learned this year that we can really tap into working really, really well together as a country. And whereas the United States, for example, like, are so different just because they're so divided. Like, it just went to show, like, I don't know, just seeing things on the news and uh, like hearing about things like through TikTok and even my friends over there and like Facebook and Instagram like how how broken their society was in the states and like it's still taking like I've got to say is like is currently like is, so yeah, yeah. exactly that's still like if you don't wear a mask out. at the moment you can have asthma you can have whatever but mm. if you don't wear a mask it's a political statement that you're a Trump supporter and you don't believe in COVID, and you are basically a racist. Like, that's what it then folds on to. Like, mm. it's just so, un- like, from one thing. Like, so they could be going, as I said to somebody last night, they could be going to the shops to get their mask. 
Do you mean they might have lost yeah. it? I need to go get another one. And like people start abusing you. You're a Trump supporter. You're this. You're that. Like you don't believe in COVID. And it's like literally just going to get my mask or whatever it may be. So it's like I'm so grateful that I don't live over there at the moment. Oh, of course. And yeah. even though the, when it first went down, like the journalist in me was like, get me over to the states. Like when the Black Lives Matter started, when oh, everything yeah, started, I was like, yeah. get me over there. Like take me over to the states. I want to be a part of it. Like I want yeah. to be a part of this right now because not like a part of the protest, not a part of anything, but I want to view this for myself because yeah. I think that that's where I gain not only the, no, the just more knowledge, but I, I really gain wisdom and I yeah. gain growth within myself because I gain this perspective that I didn't have. Like when people are writing, I want to know why you're writing. Like why do you feel so passionately about this cause, which obviously Black Lives Matter we all feel passionately about, but like mm. what is your angle and like what do you think we're going to get out of this? Like I'm not judging it or anything. I'm just like I love knowing people's stories behind Isn't their passion. so interesting too? Um like it just took one video one video for that just to blow up yeah completely just well, one, one death i guess as one well d- so, yeah. yeah i mean people die every day but it took one person to to, to video yeah, it you're to, right to it was it. video and that's the thing so we guys was talking about it before she's like how would we have lasted in this pandemic without technology and i was mm. like well how did they do the spanish flu pandemic how did they last then but also we have we're able to have that connection yeah but that's the thing too like in order for us to have that access it's helped us you know give us that 2020 vision it's helped us see things like differently because i mean half the world doesn't know what goes on in america or like any other countries with like black lives matter like how how are we meant to know that people die every day and get murdered every day because you know that's just you don't expect that to happen because you don't see it. Yeah, so we're especially being in Australia, it's like we don't see anything like that. Nearly so, as bad as that. Of yeah, course not. It was easy for us to assume that um, the morgue and everything in New York, you know that big morgue they had where they were just like kind of dumping the bodies of all the people who had died? Yeah. It was easy for us to be like, yeah, you're right, it might be fake news. It could be fake news. Where like when people were coming up and being like, that's fake news. But then again, I spoke to a friend yesterday who was like, oh, yeah, our mutual friend is actually living near that morgue in America oh and in God. New York. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I was for somewhat so there convinced crazy. that it wasn't fake news, that it wasn't real. Like, you know, so it's like, what, do you, it's easy what for resource us to do buy, you believe? Well, it's know? easy for us to buy into it when we're on the other side of the world. Yeah, exactly. And we don't see that every day. So you're right. It's like technology. Let's talk about technology and uh, how yeah. widely spread things went Go, like yeah. there was like zoom even fake, off. even fake news though too can travel just as fast as well news. it actually does it travels six times faster that's so amazing. fake news travels six times faster than real news so that's where the issue we've got with the the world at the moment but like let's talk about what were the big things that came out of the covid because we went through covid that was like february march it really took off yeah things that really helped yeah and like what was different from not 2019 to 2020 um, yeah, so I Gabby's biggest thing, let's be honest, TikTok. <laughs> I honestly downloaded it during my 14-day quarantine at my mum's place. Was that the first time you downloaded yeah, it? Yeah, because I was like, when what, about, what else am I going to do on my 14-day quarantine? <laughs> I'm going to look up when it's kicked off. I think, like, last year, actually. Because you only got it in quarantine. That blows I just, my mind. Because I didn't want to get it for so Maybe long. I was, was like, around. I can't get this goddamn app because I'm going to be addicted. Because I'm already addicted to Instagram. So I was like... I can't have oh two. Oh my god, so TikTok was launched in September 2016. Isn't that crazy? And so it's been around for three years plus before it exploded this year. 
That's so... I wonder how... The TikTok what? users came up with COVID to put everyone in isolation and make yeah, the could, could you imagine? Could you imagine? We're just con- creating this conspiracy theory. For we have a new conspiracy now. theory, guys. Listen in. Imagine. They just killed it. That now they've got... 800 million active users worldwide. Well, I reckon even more now. That was uh, September 3, 2020. It's I think I joined since then. I did. I've only joined the last couple of months. So if I joined, obviously millions of other But that's the thing with TikTok too. Like, uh, whereas like YouTube, like videos can blow up and you can get, say, like a million views and that's like, oh my God, that's so amazing. That's so impressive. TikTok, that can happen overnight to someone. 100%. Like, I think I, my, my, one of my videos got 115K views. And, like, if that was YouTube, that'd be, like... If you'd you actually slow start, progression. You'd start getting money. You'd start getting paid money by From the YouTube, YouTube company. Yeah. yeah, I heard of a thing recently where one of the influencers, he compared what he would get paid on YouTube compared to what he'd get paid on Facebook, but he mm. obviously already has a following. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it wasn't much. So I don't oh. think YouTube is currently paying that much, but they would obviously maybe have you on. But, um, yeah, it's interesting because, like, people are, like, instantly famous. Instagram like, influencers have worked very hard to get where they are, right? For sure. Like, very hard. whether it's on their body, whether it's on the uh, content, whatever it is. And it's normally, if it's organic, it's a slow progression. But when you've got TikTok, it can literally happen in one post. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and because it it's be so like, short too. It's like 15 seconds long. So yeah. And one post, it twice, can just be someone being an absolute idiot. But you're watching that twice is two views, you know, or for 30 seconds, that's two views. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought that views would only went like one person's account. So you couldn't, like, so oh. what, these people sitting there watching their own TikTok? I mean, so, sometimes I go back and I watch, like, that video again if I, if I think that it's really, really funny and I, like, flick through my... Yeah, like, but that, would that be another view or would that be... I think so. We're just going on the biggest tangent. Is this even to do with what you're trying But I'm, like, so intrigued now. But it's like that, that and so many companies, yeah. online companies... So creative ...have too. gone through the roof this, this year yeah. and... Yeah. Anything to do with technology. But that's the thing too. P- people are starting to use their creativity in a different way now too because they're forced to. 100%. You are the perfect example of that. So Gaps, let's talk about, let's go into straight away and yeah. I'm going to show you yeah. going to bounce back to all the so world events. But yeah. how did you adapt? You are this creative that whole industry got shut down yeah. and then obviously you downloaded TikTok in the two weeks of being locked up. Oh, and I remember spending too. like on one of my videos, I spent like two hours recording and then I was like, I can't do this for every <laughs> This is so much time I'm wasting, like really. But, but I started it... to, yeah, it started to uh, open up different ways of, of me creating, like different patterns for me to create with. So I actually started spending more time creating music this year which is something that I had kind of been putting on hold for a long time. So it allowed me to use that time more to create other stuff or other means of art- artistic work. Yeah, if there like had been TikTok really cool. for you, what do you, like, well, okay, let's do it. What do you think TikTok gave you this year? Um, I just think a sense of humour when I didn't think I could have one in amongst the time. Yeah. So like, if I felt I know TikTok just automatically lifts up my mood. If I if I think that something's you know if I'm in a bad mood, I'll just flick over to TikTok and it'll help me. Because I mean, this year, like for everyone, it's been a shit year. I mean, you can't you can't say it hasn't been. And I have like MNOs every week. I do have like actually every Wednesday we call it the Wednesday Hump Days. I go on a little like you know not I wouldn't say tangent, but I just have my down days, and Wednesdays always happen to be those days. And I mean. That's okay. And like, I'm kind of learning to accept that, you know, just got to really 
trust your gut and and trust your feelings and just kind of just let it be like you can't fight against anything and like if you're feeling a certain way just go with it and know how you're feeling and then whether it be like write it down or like go exercise or do something to help that or like really sink into your feelings and just figure out what's going on because I mean we all need to like every year can't be a perfect year this year has obviously shown everyone that it has definitely not been a perfect year but that's okay like I mean, this is just great for learning. Drive, you learn a lot from this year. Yeah, you, know? you can learn. You learn from your struggles, their lessons. For sure, yeah. And then you learn to thrive, figure out ways to thrive. So for you, I can. I saw with Gabby and her TikTok, and yeah. like I saw you, you, your inner child be able to like come oh, out and play. For sure. I was so it's, excited. I'm like, yeah. finally, like a. Like, I didn't think this was normal, but apparently the whole world is finally in check with this now. Like, yeah. I'm not the only one. 100%. And, like, ways to just, like, have fun and play, but also still use the creativity and perform. Yeah. Yeah. Literally perform. So it's like, I, yeah, I, I, I'm so... How do you I, like TikTok? Because I know you've only recently done Recently, that. yeah. And I really, what I love about TikTok is the learning. passion behind people who have certain causes like so there's this girl i follow at the moment but she's this canadian mom who became a mom when she was a teenager and the way she speaks with her kids is next level like it's this whole new dynamic to everything i learned when i was in rehab about the inner child and learning to work with kids and let them have their own their emotions let them have their emotions like giving them a voice and basically she she speaks to her kids every day she's like so what could mommy have done better today and it, it's just mind-blowing like i've never seen anyone be able to speak to their kids like that like have you like mm-hmm. i've never had that conversation. No, no way in hell my mom is ever going to be little emma what could mommy have done better today like, there's no way. There's no conversation she's ever had. See, I, and that's not on her. It's just the fact that, like, we're only just starting to learn this stuff. So that, to me, is, like, a TikTok that's next level. Like, she's basically about telling her truth about mental health, marriage, and motherhood. And, like, the way her family has this dynamic is so interesting. Like, even the fact to when she goes, people question why I don't have my daughter on these TikToks all the time. And she's like, I ask my kids permission if they can be on TikTok. What? She literally will ask her kids. She's like, can mommy post this? And if they say no, she doesn't post it. That's so... But she's an adult. But it's your kid. Like, don't you think that it's weird these days, the influences and stuff? Like, yeah, it is their life. But, like, they're putting their kid's photo, their baby's photo on 24-7 to an audience of, like, a million people. Oh, I thought you meant for them to post just, like, a regular post of themselves doing stuff and asking No, no, no. Kids. Like, so they'll she video her of... daughter and she's like, just because. And then she's like, hey, can mummy post this? And normally the daughters will say no. The daughter doesn't like it, but the son does. So, like, she's got a lot of content of her son. And people are like, why don't you post of your daughter? Yeah, no, that makes she's sense. Like, I think that's... I actually asked my kids permission. I just post willy-nilly without their permission. Yeah, of course. Because you're like, a want to get to like the, the age of being like 20 and then having and that's the reason why they go to rehab you yeah, know what I mean like yeah. my mum used to use me to get famous like she literally asks their permission and I, mean, I think the reason why she has a lot following with people too you know pardon it happens a lot with people yeah oh it would like I can't imagine it, like it, our parents had photos physical photos they didn't even have Facebook back in the day so like I can't imagine the next generation of issues we're going to be dealing oh with from children That's who are crazy. like I had like issues when my mum read my diary and that was like an invasion of privacy <laughs> it's an invasion of privacy when mum opened my door rather than if she was posting embarrassing videos of me or pictures of me like yeah I was a kid or something in the nude but maybe that scars some children you know oh, for it's, sure 
cool. Like, we just have no idea what's happening, but she is amazing. She's like, the, her, the insight. So I, I thrived off TikTok through learning through people and being like, seeing them show ways of it, whether it was like calling out body shame or like, you know, for people who were fit, but like not perfect. Yeah. This idea of perfect that I don't even know it who doesn't anyone exist. It doesn't exist. Oh, it does not exist. And yeah. being like, stop calling people out. Like the, I'm really fit and I can do this and I eat really healthy. So stop calling, calling my roles fat. Like why? And, and people just like the call out culture. I enjoyed call out culture this year. I yes. enjoyed people who were snaps like, snaps, call out culture. Snaps, 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 snaps. snaps. Yeah. <laughs> I just enjoyed this way that we are like really making a change through people being yeah. vulnerable. It's more to more a lot of vulnerability. More also like really being able to identify the, the different categories of people too. Like the ones that, you know, seem more of like the bully type, the others that seem like or like the wannabe perfectionists, you know, like there's there's multiple different people that you meet during your lifetime and you'll start to categorize them better and that's what I've definitely done this year too. Yeah, yeah. okay. So what would you say that your biggest lessons have been from this year? I think um, being able to identify the ones that the very few people in my life that I feel like have benefited me greater in my life and the ones that have kind of tried to uh, tried to draw me drag me down. And do you think that they were dragging you down due to like selfishness or just unawareness? I think both. I think selfishness and unawareness can sometimes fall hand in hand. 100%. You know? Actually, that's a valid, valid point. Yeah. What about yeah. you? I would say, oh, the lessons this year. Oh, I just think that it's about, I'm like lucky, right? Like I'm really lucky. My situation didn't change that much. Like it was not amazing. Like I, I was literally like, okay, sweet. Get back from rehab. Got back in like December. I was like, by March I'll be mid April I'll be midway through my first semester back at uni so I'm gonna get a job then because then I'll like have had that handled definitely picked a great time to March study though, my literally <laughs> was like the world went up to shit and every single person was in the Centrelink line get trying to get on Centrelink. oh we were there the same day yeah right? I took you I'm like <laughs> come on guys it was like so hectic and I'm like stand right at the front it was like of my line. first day out of quarantine <laughs> I'm like, like I can't wait to get out <laughs> I'm like Gabby we're going to get out of we're straight to Centrelink because we're we're we both need money yeah. we'll sort this shit out <laughs> and it's like we just A we're so lucky like Australia so we're lucky. really lucky but in saying that I think I saw that like we because we're so lucky it's easy for us to ignore big wide world issues because yeah. we're just so sheltered and we know we'll be taken care of and like even the worst person in australia will still be taken care of by the government which is a pretty relatively reasonable amount yeah, like, like we, we have medicare like i think comparing our situation to america like because all my friends are there same with you was very eye-opening like i became grateful about a lot like it, there's this quote that's out and it's like if 2020 didn't you didn't you know get what you want and like yeah to succeed in all these goals and resolutions you sit, yeah. set, then it was about actually looking at what you have and being grateful for what you already have. And like yeah. that was what I was able to do. Like it actually gave me so much more time and, and, and money like and support to be able to really work on myself, which yeah. I'm really lucky about. But I'd say that was the biggest lesson, like to be grateful for this like place we live in, the home we're in, the roof over my head. My main thing was family, like and how much I need connection. Mm-hmm. Like so I became, I was lucky to have you back and I also became very close with my 15 year old cousin and we became attached to the hip and I couldn't be more grateful for that like those are the two things that are like I'm like sorry about that Gabs your industry got shut down your life went to shit but hey glad I got you back (laughs) like it was just the little things and it was about really realizing that like for me 
Well, family, you, like family, are always, always going to be there for you. Yeah, like, what is important in this lifetime? Thick and thin. Yeah, yeah, and and like, what am I meant to be here to do? And like, I think I learned that, like, yeah, I love videography. I love doing journalism. I love doing a lot of you different know, and things. you can do all that. One hundred percent. But I think that the main thing I need to do is like be teaching people what I have had to go through. Like, I wanted all things you've learned too. Yeah, yeah, like, like people lessons. who have similar struggles, and that really came out this year. Like, I kept saying, I'm like. It's addiction. The opposite to addiction isn't sobriety; it's connection, and yeah. we really saw that. So Australia, the most thing we suffered with was mental health issues, and we had a lot more suicides so than we had coronavirus exactly. deaths. So that was very eye-opening, and I think that that was it. This, this year was 2020, and I wrote last year. I was like 2020 vision. I was all like, I was buying domain names for it. Like I just had this thing where I'm like 2020 vision. And that's exactly what Did you get the domain, domain name? I think it was, I got something along the lines. Who knows? I've got that many random ones. And it was like, <laughs> oh, I think it may, who knows if it was taken, but it's like, I got something similar, but it's like the, it was the year that we were really able to think, see things for what they truly were. So it was the collapse, right? It was the crumbling. And yeah. people are like, oh, this just happened overnight. This didn't happen overnight. Like our systems, our capitalist society has been crumbling for many, many, many years now. Like for my whole lifetime, easily your whole, whole lifetime. Yeah. And it just has come to this point where now we're actually able to see it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that to me was the like point. And like two days ago was the 21st and that was the conjunction which is like basically we're moving into this new era where we all need to work like it's like the opposite to a capitalist society that we all are going to help each other out and we're all going to learn to live as like a commune in regards to like the fact that you know how communes work no they're sort of like everyone sort of like helps each other out. So if I grow avocados, then I'll give them some to you and you'll give me mangoes back and we'll all look after each other. Someone, If I'm a nurse and someone's sick, I'll go and help them. Like it's just about service and giving and how like we need to be there for people. So for example, we saw that a lot this year. Like we saw it with people who were not able to leave their houses because they were the elderly and then other people would go and get their groceries for them and look after them. And like, when are, what other year have we ever done that? Yeah. That's, I mean, like, I would say the only time that probably would have ever happened is, like, way, way back, probably, like, 25, 30 years ago. But then, like, since then, everything's changed so much, you know? Like, people have kind of learned to adapt to the environment that we've been given and have become, like, extremely selfish with what we've got and, like, have forgotten about being generous and kind and just bringing people what they need and... You know, it's all, this year's been a lot of... It's been a big lesson about survival. It's, like... Mm. you know it's kind of like the hunger games a little bit like so true and that's what someone was saying because it's like we're all separated into our districts you know it's like we were basically i'm back in australia yeah it's like (laughs) new south wales different all these different states feel like different countries right now like are we allowed to enter that state are we allowed yeah okay cool are we are we sure like i did my friends uh their legal documents for their wedding and I was like can you get your passports out and I'm like blah 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 blah. and I was like well this might be the last time you ever use these like these little passports and and my friend was like yeah we'll be telling our kids about uh, these things we had called passports and how we used to travel overseas I was like yeah basically the last time you would have used it was when you put it in your paperwork to get married like you can basically chuck them in the mid now like what are these things I know mine do you not think that we'll ever use passports again Oh, we were just having a joke, but at the same but that, time, that's it's actually like, a pretty big possibility that we'll probably get rid of them, unless everyone like that works at the airport wears gloves. 
we will still have passports of some sort. Maybe there'll be electronic. Who knows what we'll move towards in the future. Like, but like iPhone copies. Yeah, fully. There'll be some Scan. sort of document. But, like, they're... It's just this thing where all of ours, I was looking at them at expiry dates. Like, mine's 2022. I didn't think that I'd have to... I thought that the last time I went overseas, I'd still be able to use that, like, 10 more times before it expired. Well, even now with the codes, you know how you have to... As soon as you check into a restaurant, you have to scan the code. Like, what if you don't have an iPhone, for example? Yeah. That's like, it's so like, interesting. Like, for the elderly, like, how come, like, it's now adapted to, like, okay, well... You've got to do another way if you can't do that way, like the rest of the world. You know, it's kind of like pushing people to buy a device because they're unable to access a certain resource, you know? That's very true. Like, well, and, and look, I think they used to have the, you could write in, you could, just, you know, fill out Yeah, I know, yeah. But at many places, but now the it's writers, just easier. It's quicker and easier. So everyone wants to adapt to that now. I mean, I would prefer, I'm someone who would prefer to handwrite it down to have that option i just don't like i, I can't but that's also touching the pen and paper then right oh i don't even care honestly i'm at the point where i prefer coronavirus rather than the vaccine at the moment if that's what they said they'd be like you had coronavirus so you're immune to it well, isn't it interesting that now that do- that like in london they've they've found new strands of the virus like it's different like it's a different coronavirus altogether yeah, okay, so this is, I find interesting. So I think that they're saying that in Australia as well. So yeah. we're at the stage now, guys, where Sydney's gone back into lockdown and we're trying to contain a fair few viruses that have happened, that have spread there because yeah. these We've two been, people like, were basically <laughs> negligent and in the 24 hours they were told to stay indoors till they get their results. Yeah. So they Sydney, basically went to all these different places and bar hopped around. It was ridiculous. Sydney, so, like, just the whole, like, New South Wales, like, Queenslanders treat them like teenagers for example like you mess up well we're going to punish you <laughs> and you're grounded <laughs> you're grounded you're going to give the same mistake what are you <laughs> you're not invited to the party you can't sit with us <laughs> you cannot sit with us so trying to bring in the what they're saying is there's this new strand and it's 70 percent um harsher or more likely to spread and blah blah blah, blah. whatever basically scary. i think the fact that we are this is my theory we're over it we're done we don't even care a lot of people are like me give me the virus before i touch the vaccine and just let this go back to normal we're just done right But if everyone's over it and we're not prepared to go back into a lockdown, what is something you have to do? You have to drive up the fear. You have to make it sound worse. You have to scare people into doing what they're told to do. And I think that this is a perfect narrative for them to do that. Because how the fuck do they know that it's harsher? Like, how? They just, one person just said this is harsher than the other. They're really pumping this narrative because it fits perfectly with people obeying what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, that is a that is another conspiracy. Because so many people yeah. would just be like, "No way in hell am I going through this again!" Like, with a the middle of summer, Christmas, you're taking away so much stuff from me. I'm done. Like, so for someone like is me, so you have to really rev up the narrative and make it a lot harsher. Well, so I know, that like, I want to do it. And well, we in, in the North Beaches, um, these guys just got told that they have to quarantine for 14 days over Christmas through New Year's, so they don't even get to see their families anymore. They had to cancel all of their holiday Christmas plans, and they have to, like, pretty much self-quarantine And they're grounded days. again. They're, they're grounded. grounded. Everyone's <laughs> grounded. Not allowed Christmas. Chris- Christmas and New Year's are cancelled for the year, so they're just... 2020 is just going to be linked straight through to <laughs> 2021. 100%. It's funny how we legit thought, I can't wait to get, get over 2020. Oh. We're just going to wake up on January 1st, 2021, it'll all be fine. Well, no. Not it won't be. still exists, man. <laughs> Absolutely won't Sorry, be. it wasn't a dream. 
It definitely won't be at all. Like, it's like, no, this wasn't a past reality. This is our ongoing reality. And I wonder how much of this new norm we have to actually live with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, there's just so many things that happened this year that really showed how the government... Controls us. Yeah, or like little things. Like, for example, Celeste Barber. She raised, I think it was something like over $52 million dollars for the bushfires. Wow. None of that money went to the families. None. It's That's interesting. why I made sure that mine went through to the koala center at the hospital because, like, obviously the wildlife needs, like, a lot of help and all that. But, like, I knew at the time, like, with the Red Cross and stuff, like, they would just – the government would use that money instead of using it for people that actually needed it. And that's just yeah. so sad. Like, the government are making so much money. Like – Clearly, if we're trying to do this for a cause... It's for the cause. It's for yeah, the it cause. seems, like, very, um... Not even negligent. It's, uh, deceiving. So, like, if I raise... Yeah. If I donate money, I expect it to be like, oh, that's going to that family. Let's go to a family, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then it wasn't. I'd be like, what? Like, so it's actually the legal... What would be involved in that, I would be so interested to see what the argument was because it's like, well, as the person donating the money... That's where I thought it was going. So why is it not going there? Do you reckon there's, like, laws and clauses in amongst all of that, too? Like 100%. It always is. It always is. Yeah, always definitely something. override their lawyers. But you don't look into it. When you're someone like Celeste Barber, not. you're not going to look into it. You're not going to be like, I'm going to look into the nitty-gritties here and see what happens and where this is going. Well, would they get sued then like for she taking just, that money or nah? Well, uh, Red Cross? Yeah. Well, technically, she would have done it through some sort of big organisation like Red Cross. And that's how it so was done. Sneaky. So That's yeah. just so incorrect. Yeah, it's like, like NDAs. So NDAs are a perfect example of that. And this is what the other thing that's come up this year that's been absolutely mind-blowing to me, and it's the Jeffrey Epstein thing. Oh, yeah. And that, to me, was the epitome of, like, how... It was Not that NDAs were used, but a lot of this year <clears throat> has come out that... Like, anytime an NDA comes up or anything like that, it's, like, that is where they start to, like, hide things. So, for example, the big, like, thing, if anyone who watched the Jeffrey Epstein documentary, if you haven't, I recommend doing so, but also trigger warning because mm. it's very heavy. I remember yeah. I had to, like, slowly watch it in bit by bit. Just so I could process it. Really it. Draining. draining yeah, yeah, for sure. And, like, major triggers. Like, you know, young girls being sexually assaulted like it's absolutely hectic and like this being a big ring of people who he's connected with a lot of famous people and celebrities and people who are high up in governments and prince andrew for example so the most interesting thing i found this year was the royals leaving like prince harry and Meghan markle being like peace out not doing this anymore around about the same same time that everything came out about prince andrew it's not crazy. Absolutely crazy, but also, like, I've always... And I'm not saying... Because I don't know them personally. So I hate it when, like, people rip on someone who's famous and they don't know them personally. So it's like, how do you really know? You just know the narrative. But, like, well, always so had a thing place. for Harry. Love him to bits. Just think he's actually real and authentic and, like, will just say how it is and do whatever. Like, he... I think that the fact but also, that how he, do you not know that someone's putting it off the camera either, too? Like, totally agreeing with you on that point, too. I think that because he's gone out against, done whatever he's wanted, 
that isn't what the palace has asked him to do ever. It's like the complete opposite. Like when he got caught wearing the Nazi outfit, yeah, it was a dress up and whatnot. And it definitely, if he did it today, it'd be totally politically incorrect. And it was still back then. <laughs> but he did things just to piss them off. And like, that's what just like the, the naughty kid in the family does. And I guess I can like have a lot of empathy for the naughty kid in the family because they're just like, oh, I don't want to do this crap. <laughs> and yeah, I, I am one. And yeah, I don't want to do this crap just because I'm being told to do it. I don't want to be controlled. Like, I don't want to be under this. And it's like, it definitely comes from something where you disagree with the narrative of what's going on. Yeah, like so boundary. Yeah. a lot of stuff has come out with like there's a Princess Diana documentary as well. I haven't watched that yet. But then there's whether so people are saying it's either the Prince Andrew thing, he's found out details to do with that, and the fact that the palace and everyone was trying to cover that up in order to protect Prince Andrew initially, like he either disagreed with, or the fact that Princess Diana he, like they found out the narrative behind how it was not so much an accident to her death, which has always been the story that's gone on. So it's like whether what he left, I'm so excited to A, read their book that they put out there. But the fact is when Jeffrey Epstein got his whole story was came out, no one who was held accountable, nobody, no one in relation to him, and when he did get put in jail years ago for one year for getting caught for sexually assaulting underage girls multiple times, it was for one year he was allowed out 12 hours a day to do business and he was put in a different section to everyone else. So he was never really treated like he was actually in prison in the first place. Plus, when they had the documentary, the, the paperwork, sorry, and the documents, it said that anyone involved with this or found to be involved with anything to do with like this situation will automatically be exempt from getting in trouble basically that's in so many words and so when they looked back on that document they were like we've never seen anything like this what if let's say someone who was involved in this situation has murdered 17 of these younger girls like there's a lot that like that the government do do try to cover up with like cases like this too i reckon that's the whole like conspiracy theory yeah because he had bill clinton on his plane how many times he had he was he was basically associating with a lot of high up people that were there going to be thrown thrown under the bus to do with him so it's like i think that this year we like money you know money is in power too like if you have a lot of money you have a lot of power yeah well that's that's how they think he made his money as well like they the fact that like we don't actually know what this guy does for a living but he was videoing people who would come over to his house and then have sexual relations with these underage girls and we assume that he was blackmailing them and they were funding his lifestyle so like what an idea firstly just to live off blackmail but secondly like how insane is all of it the fact that like we have through netflix series through documentaries through like the 2020 isn't it crazy how the, year, how the government didn't ban netflix for putting that one up though I find that interesting because as now well. More, because the more curious people become, the more they want to know, the more invested they become too. So yeah. it's like, it really makes you think about like why we're really not talking about it more because we can't. It's like the government just like can't yeah. have to shut up about it. Well, YouTube has this year was banned a lot of stuff. They censored a lot of information. Anything that was going against or questioned masks, anything that questioned that whether the coronavirus was oh God, real, was word. censored. Exactly. Even for our podcast, like we, I think we didn't even. I think we wrote it down once or something, and then it just popped up as like a. And we're like, get it off, get off. Like, we get don't want it on here. Shit off. Yeah, so it's like you can't type in coronavirus without it being like we are going to be 
interrogating you. Yeah, well, we're going <laughs> to check over you. what you're doing. Like, my friend had posted something on Instagram that was basically, uh, why are we wearing masks if we have to social distance? Why are we social distancing if we have to this and that? And, like, I can't remember the exact content of it, but it was basically just a question. It wasn't like, stop doing this and blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, we don't believe in the coronavirus, blah, blah, blah. It was just a question. It was an open-ended question to be like, did, why did is they all write this happening? as like a text under it was the photo? This, it was basically like a shared photo. So I think oh, sure okay. she shared someone else's content or something. She got a message saying that if she posts any more content like this, they would... Take her Instagram down? Yeah. Oh, my God. How insane is that? I was like, that is insane. You literally posted a question. So a lot of content this year we was have that we've seen has been very censored. Yeah. And but that I feel like that's a it's a oh, I don't know. It's I think I, I I wrote something too like that too. I think I I posted another repost. You know how like your story pops up with like um, memories of like you from like a year or two ago. Yeah. I think I post I reposted one of one of my really good friends in the states and obviously if you're from the states you say Adidas like Adidas and we say Adidas. Yeah. And I think I just thought it was funny and I was like oh Americans are such weirdos that's literally what I said and then Instagram took it down for me being totally brutal on the internet saying that I was like like basically said that I can't post something that is bullying and I'm like what so it's just like you were saying a generalization you weren't really ripping on one person in general you're ripping on Americans as a whole Americans are saying they're weirdos the fact they say Adidas Oh, Adidas, sorry. Yeah, well, I... I, I this is a joke, because Australians is right. right all the time. I don't know. Someone let us know which one's Adidas. right, because he's when I, Adidas. That's how you pronounce his name. It's a guy. Ah, okay, interesting, because Adidas. when I worked for the football team in Miami, we were sponsored by Adidas, and yeah. so I had to say, say Adidas. Adidas. Because and when I said Adidas, I was the weirdo. So that's interesting. Let yeah. us know, Americans and Australians. We want to do a poll on this. Do I a definitely poll. want to do a poll. We're definitely right. Yeah. Anyways. And so I feel like and politically, I could talk about things for like so long. Yeah. But it's definitely shown. It's been a year. It's, it's been, been a, a wild year, and it's interesting to see the it's fact that like Americans year. are able to travel here, there, and everywhere, and then go back to their like place and still not quarantine whereas here we're not even allowed to leave if you want to leave the country you literally have to apply to leave and then most likely they're going to say no yeah 99% unless you have a job offer a home somewhere else in another country you're most likely going to say no to you even me I had a visa I wouldn't even have been able to leave without like a legitimate contract I would have had had, had to have a contract to leave interesting yeah so yeah. The visa, so let's say that the leave. your because you had contracts that were coming up. Remember, then remember what they want to do. Okay, so when Gabby got back, she's like, "Yeah, my I'm getting emails and messages from one of my upcoming shows, shows yeah. and Asking he judges. thinks I'm we're going to be back on and everything's going to be back to normal by May." Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, was, meanwhile the states are at like how many how many deaths and like how many reporting coronavirus cases? So many. So many, but also the fact that would you have then because you you had a contract with this this show yeah uh, would you have been able to leave if they get started so if they start let's say they're like we're hundred percent signing in February will you be able to leave then yeah I, I would have had been able to leave if it was but also I was kind of like I don't really want to go back in amongst all of this chaos yeah <laughs> like, yeah because really I also don't want to catch the virus and get sick that was my biggest concern I think is is it worth the risk of my health or is it not. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. yes, my passion is my passion, but at the end of the day, your health comes first. Health as well, you know? Yeah, and, and I feel like you've had a lot of health year. scares this year and I things have. that 
like it's kind of been lucky in a way that we have been back called the ambo i was there (laughs) when i went in the ambo it was a wild ride (laughs) (laughs) so what you take say one okay let's go one fave and one least favorite thing moment of this year all right you go first no you go first i decided (laughs) this is what we do (laughs) one favorite and then one least would you say the least fave would have been when we went to the ambulance i think my favorite my favorite thing of this year um probably getting in a relationship i know that sounds so like yes (laughs) yes i just messaged matt everybody let just tell them his, then his name. It's all right. I'll oh, mate, if they creep you, they know who he is. Like, I just said no. Just, it's all good. It's all good. Shout out to you, boy. We can't wait to meet you. <laughs> yeah, so Gabby managed to come back and find, like, her dream man. But okay, had the worst year ever. <laughs> had the worst year ever, but had one perk out of it, which is great. And um, least favorite part of this year, um, probably not being able to do what I love, to be honest, which is something, like... Just the arts in general have just been shut down and, like, performing and, I don't know, I guess it's just really hard because I've stepped back into this country with zero contacts whatsoever. I'm, like, not even recognised in my industry here anymore. So that's been kind of a big struggle for me this year to... It's like starting from scratch. Starting from scratch, which has been really hard, but actually have done a few commercials and stuff. So a bit off the, off the edge of what I'm used to, but I'm kind of starting to grow grass in areas that I didn't think I could grow grass in before which is kind of nice so it's kind of, I've, I've explored it's helped me to explore more than I thought I could this year which I'm pretty grateful for because I didn't think I would have that yeah well, I'm I lucky like here I have more of an opportunity in Australia too yeah that I've realized and I you're setting yourself anything. up for the long term because realistically you're performing in your shows and your industry yeah. is very physically demanding it's and so you have a deadline just like a football player you do have a deadline yeah, you're yeah. not going to be 60 and they're going to be like oh we're hiring you like unless you're tom brady maybe because <laughs> he'll probably still be going by then <laughs> even then he you know he left my favorite team so you know if you could just come back now that would be great and like you know even you him, he's know. not going to be playing 50 plus you're not playing over 50 because no, no one's hiring not, you not, because there's people not. that are younger and bitter yeah. so like similar to your situation you want to still be set up so you have opportunities after that and i've seen in you the fact that you've been able to set yourself up for those opportunities and adapt and like yeah it's been a struggle but it would have been a struggle whether you or not you did this oh, at you, 37 or 47 you know I would have struggled. 55. I would have struggled even more in by being in the states. I wouldn't have survived. I don't think. But you wouldn't have yeah. even if at the end of your career, then you're trying to do something different. You wouldn't be set up. So you still have to have that uncomfortable year. Yeah. Or so and of I setting think yourself up. out out of, in amongst everything, I think being home is definitely like the best blessing I could have had this year for sure. Yeah. Being like, I feel so safe and protected. And that's something I have to constantly remind myself. As and you've well. sort of come back to your origins and been yeah. like, okay, sweet, like this is kind of like, like a recap. Been, yeah, a hundred percent. And like you can sort yeah. of reset, which is really the most amazing thing. Yeah, twenty twenty is a reset year. Of course, I definitely yeah. saw similar things in you that I did with me were the fact that like you built confidence in other areas of your life. Yeah, like sure. you were able to be like, okay, sweet, I'm capable of doing a real estate course. I'm capable of doing. Like, my music again. Like, I'm capable of so much stuff. I just need to actually have the time and space to be able to do it. Like, for me, I definitely gained a lot of confidence. Coming out of a year where I felt like I was brain dead and a complete yeah, so cause vegetable. Because you're, you're in rehab last year. So do you think, like, all of those I was either cooked had? for the half of the year and then I was absolutely <laughs> trying to uncook myself for the other half. So the last year was, like, a very 
heavy year of awareness. And you're still like D. I think like the biggest thing I've also seen in you this year is the fact that you are like you already know what you want from since the start of 2020. You've known what you've wanted and you've like stood by your guard. And Emma is like the kind of person that every time I see her, she's always 100% certain of what she wants. And she is just straight to the point. And she's been like that the entire year. And like, you're never, you've not, you're never uncertain of like what you want. And you've always got some, you know your direction. And your direction has just been so clear and so good. And I think like definitely 2020 vision, like I can see it so much for you this year. <laughs> That's so funny because I'm like, really? That is like completely not how I see myself at all. <laughs> it's like, um, I feel like I'm A, I want something new every single day and my direction is really like skewed all the time. But I definitely learned, like the biggest lesson I would have learned is like the fact that you have to work out a timeline of things you want to do. If you're similar to me, yeah, which I think sure. you are as well. It's like, yeah. I'm someone who wants so many different goals and it's so many different things. Yeah. But and also, I can't excel at one of them when I want to, if I'm only half-assing it, right? Yeah. So, like, I, when I spoke to Completely Sky, and it would have come yeah. up in a lot of, um, maybe one of the other podcasts. It's like, do work out your things in decades or you know, five-year goals. I love that. Yeah, I love and that. I told That's... you that it was like gave us this perspective it of did. like how to attack a situation. And for me, it was basically like, I what do I need to do now? So right now, and put this podcast was one of them. I was like, I want to influence young girls and not influence them in a way where I'm like, buy this, do that. I want to influence them in a way that like I needed the big sister that I never had basically, and they can tell me the things that I didn't know about life and about their mistakes and in hoping that they learn this, they won't make them or whatnot. So it's like, I was like, hey, the podcast comes now because I want to have, I'll, at 27 years old, I'm going to have much more of an influence on, let's say, a 15-year-old than I will at 37 years old. Okay, so I put that in the priority box and then I moved on to the next thing. And Can I just say something on that too? Yes. Just like Emma and I have had life experiences that not the norm has probably had so I think both her story and life experiences and mine together are that's just our goal guys it's just to like to kind of give you a perspective of like the crazy shit we've done and the things we've learned the things we've we've tried to accomplish that hasn't quite worked out and the things that we are still learning like we just kind of want to like allow people to see that like life is just a bloody roller coaster and you're gonna go through stuff and it's beautiful you know like it's so it's it's a beautiful roller coaster yeah yeah without the lows there wouldn't be you wouldn't appreciate the highs of course not like you'd just be like oh whatever this is just a normal day and i used to live life like every single day had to be best day of my life and that was just the epitome of instant gratification and like i couldn't have the discipline or the downtime and you know what that's that's just like perfection and that doesn't exist either no it doesn't and also it's like you're in doing so i was like get let's get lit not thinking that when I got lit, the next day would be shit. And then when I would, you know how people are like, the best thing for to cure a hangover is another drink. That's basically in so many other ways that I was like living my life. It's like the best thing for to get over the fact that you're like tired from a big party is just to go to another one. It's or like have another coffee. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was like, there was this roller coaster of me just chasing highs because I was so afraid of the lows and I didn't know how to deal with them emotionally. So it's like, that has just been like I think that a lot of people this year have had to learn the hard way about that basically the lessons that I luckily learnt last year because I don't know how the hell I would have handled it this year and it was that we're all entitled to our emotions like I always say to Gabby when she comes over and she's like stressed out about something I'm like don't 
suppress that emotion. I'm like, yeah, to Gabby, for example, every Wednesday, she messaged me each day, she's like, blah, 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 I'm having a breakdown, blah, blah, and I'm like, well, Gabby, it is Wednesday. So, <laughs> this is normal for this you. This is a normal thing that it's breakdown Wednesday. Like, ah. Happy, happy, hump down, breakdown Wednesday for you, Gabs, and it's like the complete norm because I'm like, but that's I always normal. tell you, I'm like, but that's normal. Yeah. This is, it's, if you weren't rattled by this year, given your situation, I'd be worried. Do you mean people who put on the facade? I was so similar to that. I was like, everything's fine, everything's sweet. Oh my god, I just got hit by a scooter and nearly died. I just got hit by a car and nearly died. Oh my god, it's just perfectly <laughs> fine. Like my life is so chill. Like I'm so amazing. Like it's not true. Feel the emotion and stop suppressing it because it's gonna come out sideways otherwise. And yeah, so like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that like that's a huge thing. I did, look, this year it was about really figuring out the priorities, and I'm glad that this podcast was one of them. I'm and, so proud of us. Like, yeah, just. Being able to, like, speak our truth and yeah. hopefully help one other person out there. Yeah, maybe. Just one that one person. Yeah. yeah that would be if you're that one person, speak up. Let us know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm all for it. So, like... <laughs> Give us a holla. <laughs> for me, my biggest, like, accomplishment, like, in regards to, like, my highs would have been... Well, my aim for the year was acceptance. So, it normally goes in and if anyone's going through anything, it's like awareness. You have to have awareness about something before you can accept it, right? So, I have to, I last year was just pure awareness. Like, basically, I'm not the best human in the world. I'm not superior to anything and I need to, like, go work my shit out. And I started learning about myself. Like, and all, like, my core beliefs that were dysfunctional and whatnot. It can just go on forever. So, awareness <laughs> was that last year and then acceptance was this year. And you can't have acceptance without the awareness about what you're going to have acceptance over and then so this year's have been all about acceptance and you can't really take action until you have acceptance so next year hopefully it's going to be about action but this year is about acceptance and it was about accepting my relationship with my mom who she was so who she was instead of trying to change her for example and it was about that relationship with my mom stemmed into all my relationships I would always try and control and change people and just being able to sit back and say instead of making goals this year I made an intention and the intention was just that one word except a c c e p t not the e x c e p t except not x yeah yeah which by the way years ago I was doing the other one so that was why I got myself into this situation I think that like the biggest thing for me was being able to just sit back and accept everything around me that I'm knowing that I can't control everything. Like I can control me, but that's about it. And so like it was my relationship with my mom that was like a massive high for me. It was gaining my relation, gaining you back was epic, but gaining my relationship with my cousin, like, you know, the things that COVID kind of gave me, which is like forced us to do. So like, because my little cousin basically, had nobody we had nowhere to go for sport and whatnot so we were training together every day in my garage i remember that we got really tight and close and like for me that was absolutely epic because it's kind of life-changing and she's like one of my best mates now and she's like 15 years old but an absolute legend and i get to actually spend that with her like now going forward but i don't think if there was for covid we would have ever had that time to bond yeah of course yeah so it's like those little things like were my highs basically which is so strange another high would have been mum's birthday weekend wild ride and that was great that was a great time yeah and just being able to be like oh my god I genuinely am so happy that like I finally got to this point my whole life all I ever wanted was a really good relationship with my mum and like I finally got to the point where like we have like one where we work through our shit and like that was so important to me and like I never gave up on that so anyone who is got family issues 
yeah. or anything like that, which honestly we all do. There's no perfect family. Relationships aren't perfect like, at all. Yeah, they come perfect. And I think you that with family, you with friends, I would say look at your situation. Like with friendships, this year I've had to accept the fact that people, my friendships aren't what they are, yeah, and like you're sure. like if I can't call on you when you know my basically uncle has a heart attack. And you were someone who has literally, like, they've taken care of you in the past. And I can't call on you because I'm afraid that that will bring drama to your life. And you're not going to actually put me first. You're going to put the fact that, like, oh, that's Emma's full of drama. That would be your response. And you're not actually my best mate. Like, I love you and I love you to bits. But, like, I need to accept that, like, that's not, like, what I would do for my best mate. So, you know, I shouldn't feel guilt over that. So, like, having to, when it comes to friendships, accepting that it is what it is. But when it comes to family, working on accepting them for who they are and their dysfunction and the fact that, like, they can't give you what they never received. Especially with friends and family. Like, just choosing, like, biggest thing for me too, choosing your cheerleaders and your wolf pack. You've got to choose the people that want to support you, you know? Yes. that's, That's a massive one, you know? Like, if you want to, if you feel... Uh, so passionate about doing something, then you have to have your cheerleaders and your and that wolf pack by your side, you know. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's really it's really shaped out my friends to be the way to be who they are today because they all they all represent that. And I think it's so long as you have that strong representation of what they see in you and what you see in them, like that's an amazing relationship right there. Yeah, I think that that comes into the fact that, like, on my biggest low of the year, my biggest low of the year would have been grief. And the grief that wasn't, like, someone died. It was grief of letting go of friendships that, you know, in my head, I'm such a loyal person, I thought I was going to hold on for the rest of my life. And I saw that in you too, Gabs. Like, yeah, for sure. Really, like... The, the, it's heartbreak. Definitely it's I'm still going through it with a few friends. I'm like, I'm literally yeah. heartbroken over the fact that you, after all of our like, history and everything I've done for you in the past, but that's the expectation, right? That's giving to get. And it's like working out how I can then be in relationship with people yeah. in the future. And it's all about balance. That too. I don't give in order to receive or, yeah. or get validation or anything like that. So like, I feel like grief was a massive one for me. Like grieving all the old me and the old relationships that me had. And now like, cause I've up leveled and I want, I need friends that are like my high vibe tribe, not people that are like, Oh yeah, you know, I knew you when I was in year seven. So let's be tired and besties forever. Even though it you treat me like crap. Like that. Yeah, it doesn't, it no. doesn't. And like, that was a massive reality check for me. And you know what? The, the best relationships that form feel like absolutely no effort is required. And that's what I've yeah. learned a lot this year as well. Yeah. And you can be like your true self and call yeah. them in your time of need, yeah. but also when you just need to have a chat. Like, I think the connection's a huge one for this year. It's a lesson that everyone needed to learn. Like, we needed to learn it the hard way when we lost so many people in regards to, especially compared to coronavirus. Like, we lost so many people to suicide, yeah, and that's what they were missing. It's connection, like true or real like raw connection where people they're able to be seen for who they are in their lowest state and like I think that's what I've always wanted to offer people so that's why I become this shoulder that everyone leans on because I never had that I think this generation too is something really special like it's never in history before have people opened up the way they have until 2020 like this year has really taught people to just speak their truth and uh, allow a voice for people just to speak. I know I've definitely, for me, my voice has definitely come out a lot more this year um, because I, I don't know, just especially like with, with, fa- with close family, 
members and all that, I am the youngest child. So sometimes I feel like, you know, just as youngest, sometimes you can't just get disregarded for things. And that's, that's normal. Like as the youngest child, that that's totally normal. And you know what? Like even like on the day to day life as well, like it's, it don't, you shouldn't ever have to feel afraid to speak up for yourself. And I think that's something we've all learned a lot this year. Mm. And it's so special. You're so right about this generation. Okay. Yeah. So like, it's really interesting because we all look at this generation and me especially, and I'm like, Oh, those kids grew up with phones and Instagram and everything in school. So how are they going to turn out? Like, we're so worried about how they're going to turn out right now. TikTok, like, oh, they have, like, very short attention spans. And we've done podcasts on it early on. Like, we did the social media one, which is really interesting. I think you should, anyone who hasn't heard that, like, I absolutely love that episode. Yeah, yeah, Definitely yeah. one of my faves. Um, because, and, like, how worried we are about these younger generation and the way their brains have been molded due to this technology right in their face and their short, 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 short attention spans. But the one thing that I found really interesting with them, and I don't know if it was just because it was one of my little cousin's friends who's actually struggled with an eating disorder. She's been hospitalized for it. And she's very wise and very aware, much more than a lot of people my age because of what she's been through and the struggles. And I said, I said this to her. I'm like, oh, what are you guys going to turn out like because of your phones, etc." And um, she actually said, she's like, it's really interesting that you say that because I think that our generation can actually speak up a lot more than you guys ever could. Like we, we can own our emotions. We can, we're able to talk about our feelings and we're able to say when we're not well and ask for help. And I was like, wow, that's mind blowing because it's wow, definitely that something really... that six years ago, seven years ago. We just got told to shut up. <laughs> well, we never had this awareness. That was when like mental health awareness started to come out. We started to see like foundations and charities starting in regards to mental health awareness. And now we are actually seeing the fact that people that has had an influence. Yeah. It's working. Yeah. Like the effort we've been putting in, whether it's slowly and like, you know, we've, I've had dealt with so many suicides this year, like so through friends. And I was like, Oh, it was so heartbreaking. But it's like, I think with each one of those, like as sad as it is, we learn the hard way, but yeah. we're slowly learning. And this next generation is being brought up to speak up. And that was what we want them to do. So it's like, that was really eye-opening as well. So, and that was something that you said earlier. It's like TikTok has so many people who are being vulnerable. And when you're vulnerable, that gives me permission to be vulnerable. So then I can speak up. So if I see someone who's talking about mental health and boundaries and things like that, then I'm allowed to talk about my mental health and set boundaries because, you know, I'm being given permission to do so. And that's on TikTok. That's shit that I had to learn at rehab. And that's on TikTok. So there's like so many beautiful blessings that we do have from things that you can, it, it says it's perspective, right? I always say to you, I'm always yeah, like the biggest liberal yeah. in me. I'm like, you come and I'm like, well, I can give you some perspective. Like, I'm like I'll give you some perspective of the other side of this, like, the other end of the scale and the other side of the story. Mm. And so like, it's the same thing with like all the Instagram and all the social media. The, it, yeah, there's bad traits to it. It's not amazing. It's addictive. There's real, some things that are really shit about it. But other times, there's something... It's that, so beautiful and yeah. it's so amazing. Yeah, I think that this year, we really saw that. Yeah. Like, we really got the opportunity to see that through, like, COVID. Yeah. And so, so like, it was a real year that we kind of needed. It is, it is a year we've needed, yeah. And I think, like, hopefully, you guys have definitely picked up on a few things that we've shared with you. Here's Let's only do around the one corner. last thing. Did you have a resolution for this year? A resolution. Yeah. Did you make one? Probably not. Do you have so. one for next year? A resolution. Yeah. 
Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say. Let's. I make intentions. I don't make. Chuck me yours to give me a hint. My intention next year is service. So like I, I. So it's like yeah, really doing giving. So I've always had this thing like you know I've been so lucky in the past year and a half of when I've been from rock bottom to going through all the highs and lows and everything in between and the learning and like. I was blessed to have not only a roof over my head, but parents that could financially support me when I needed to be down in Sydney and doing the hard work and going to rehab every day as if it was school. <laughs> but like that for me, so I'm like so lucky, right? And so many people who aren't in the same boat as me when it comes yeah. to that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I think that for me, I, I've always known that this year, I was like, oh, I've always had this like niggle that was like, it's time to give back. It's time to give service. And like with that I think that um I don't know I think that there's so much that comes from that it's like gratitude it's a really high vibe like freedom gratitude and service there's such high vibration so like it's yeah I'm giving but it's such a gift to me like I want yeah. a high vibration and I think that That's you know I and the minute I made this like this like I suppose it is intention. Everything's worked out for me. Like I'm going to work out a five star retreat as a volunteer. I'm going to live and work out there. And it luckily for me, it's only 25 minutes away. So that's for a six month contract. And then after that, I'm excited to see what happens and what other service I can be doing. And I do eventually want to help out with charities, etc. But like now I'm immersing myself in literally volunteer work. So my ego is getting involved a lot recently. So it's like, <laughs> don't do that. You don't even get paid. Oh my God, what are you doing? Do you mean like 30 hours a week, but you don't even get paid. But it's like, it's the experience and it's the giving back and it's the service. And it's being around people who have similar stories to me and learning from them because eventually I want to, work with people who are in my situation where there is not much just in tell Australia. Them to, tell them to like and subscribe our podcast. Oh, and, to- and basically just to get the podcast out there to five-star <laughs> retreaters, hey. But, like, it's just, it's a really holistic uh, experience for That's these nice. people and, like, I'm able to be a part of that and That's I'm really excited. So, so cool. I think that the one thing that, like, I learned from that and this is the best quote that I saw and, like, Lisa Messenger posted it and I posted it last night and it's like, we're not all in the same boat. We are in the same storm. Some have yachts, mm. some have canoes, and some are drowning. Just be kind and help whoever you can. So, exactly. like, we always say that, like, you know, with coronavirus, we've been like, we're all in the same boat, but we're fucking not. There's some people who are homeless. We're not in the same boat. There's people in America who literally can't call in sick for work. They, If they miss one paycheck, they will be kicked out of their home. And their work that they could possibly call in sick for for coronavirus doesn't provide sick pay. So it's like that person isn't in the same boat as the Australians who are, we were getting $1,000 a fortnight to do nothing. Like, yeah. So like so we got to remember that like, yeah, we're all in the same situation in regards to this pandemic, but we all have... There are others out there that are copying it worse. Different yeah. personal situations. Yeah, so course. it's like, yeah, I think that that for me was like really my eye Opening. and again 2020 vision so that's my intention for 2021 <laughs> what's yours mine would probably be to like to take advantage of not people just, uh, yeah people take just advantage like, people I'm going to take advantage of everybody no just like watch out if you're in Gabby's way of my resources too like even with people too like taking advantage of like friendships like in a good sense like say like being amongst the Gold Coast you know we have such beautiful beaches and like I want to learn how to surf and ride a skateboard need to freaking get this done you know in amongst 2021 um so there's just so much stuff that I want to do and I like I love hiking and all that and that's something I love doing on like my weekly outings I guess so yeah you know what's interesting is like all the things that you're like in love with and like you want to take advantage of and will like make the most of the opportunity 
are things that you weren't getting in New York. There was no hikes. There was no beach. You probably weren't skating around the roads. So it's like... Definitely not skating around the Really exciting. roads. That you can, like, look around and be like... And you're starting to really go, okay, you know what? I'm here in one of the best places in the world and I'm taking advantage of this. And yeah. I love yeah. that for yeah. you. Like, love. I mean, yeah, for sure. So, like, yeah. It's great. Okay, I love that. We've got both of our intentions set for the year. And that's what I would say. But last, let's like, basically, I'm going to sum it up with this. Like, last year, I did not, especially being like coming out of rehab, everything was triggering me. I was in like, it like, when I was went into rehab, I was in a better state of mind than I was at the end of it because it was like that was when I was back in the real world and things were triggering me all the time. So the last thing I wanted to do for myself was set resolutions and goals that were like unrealistic. So I set intentions and that intention was accept. And accept by March, by sorry, it's by February, by the middle of February. So like what, six weeks in, I'd had this amazing relationship with my mom that I wanted for years and years and years. And just out of that one intention and that one word came a lifetime of beautiful experiences and everything I'd worked hard for and like a lifetime to come. And I'm so grateful for that. So if I could recommend anything to people, it's don't set resolutions and goals as if it's like work out every day because realistically, when your body's sick, you need to listen to it and you need to actually sit out and not do that. So yeah. like, yeah, set you're not intentions. Robots. You're humans, you know. Yeah, set intentions that are like, I just want to be a better listener or like things like that. They are so much more realistic and so much more beneficial for the people around you and for your future self. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. Well said, well said. Um, um, well, we hope you guys have, of course, learned. Not even learned, I would say. Just picked up on a few things or like kind of thoughts for yourselves for the new year uh but in amongst our time we hope you all have an amazing christmas and new year and it's been amazing chatting with you amongst the sidelines <laughs> yeah 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 you in the distance can't really hear you knowing but... you're listening maybe a couple months later i absolutely love that and you know what guys we're about to get to a thousand downloads which is like pretty good, yeah. <laughs> almost in 1k yeah <laughs> Woo-hoo! I'm gonna pop the champers and obviously we've got a very professional situation going on as well in here and we will pop the champers i'll have an alcoholic <laughs> champers so you get us to 1000 we'll do that hopefully by new year's yeah all right guys thanks so much for listening subscribe comment do what you can give us some comments happy 2020 and an even happier 2021 yeah party people we love you sheila's xo 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 <laughs> <laughs>